Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Rockcast, brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps. Today is uh, January 25th, 2022. It's a Tuesday, so we're going to go through another episode of Tipsy here. So, latest episodes, we have, uh, we talked to Robbie about his new book coming out this year. And then we talked to John Stallone with Howl for Wildlife, um, discussing the new bills, well, some bills or some uh, issues that are coming up throughout a few states right now on predator hunting specifically, um, but in Oregon's case, all hunting. Uh, but before we, we're going to hit that in the hot news a little bit more, but uh, before that, we have new Rockside articles out. Onyx came up with an article called The Pandemic Effect, How 2020 Changed Hunting. Um, that is a very like statistical, they really like put the numbers to it. Um, there's a lot of statistics in there just talking about how 2020 changed hunting. Um, so go check that out. The link is down in the show notes. And then new gear article up on the Maven B6 12 by 50 binoculars. So that is also down in the show notes. And then when Tanya and Ryan were down at SHOT Show last week, they put out a video on the Rockslide YouTube channel about Stone Glacier's new quilt that they have coming out. Um, the quilt looks a little bit different than a lot of quilts. Um, I mean, obviously same quilt idea, but they actually added a couple of straps so you can suck the bag like super close to each other. Um, or the, the opening, you can really suck it in so it almost makes it like a regular sleeping bag when you get down into really low temperatures. So that's worth a look there. And uh, okay, on to the, the hot news. So predator hunting under fire in a lot of states. So when we talk to John Stallone, he's working with a company called Howl for Wildlife, or an organization. Um, H-O-W-L for wildlife.org is how you go to it. And they essentially list out, like, they will lay out all the issues that are going on right now, whether they're actual bill or not yet. Um, if they see, you know, hunting under fire, they'll make a little post about that. You can go read about it. And then they make it really uh, really easy for you to take action. So you basically can put your, your name and your email in, and then they will actually have a uh, email that's like pre-typed out for you and they will send it to the representative for you so it's really easy to do and like we talked about in the episode like I think we as hunters need to kind of band together and like stand up for all hunting even if you don't um if you don't predator hunt in a certain state that's under fire like um after they take you know the predator hunting they're going to come for like the next thing and that might be what you really like to do so uh yeah, go to hellforwildlife.org. So first one in Arizona is the mountain lion, bear, and bobcat ban that they're trying to push through. Um, the Howl website is looking for 20,000 like petitions, I guess, um, or letters to be sent. Right now they're at 4,500, so we definitely have some making up to do there. And as a little precursor, I don't really know, like, the 20,000, like, do we need to reach that by a certain time? I don't know. Um, in Colorado, this is actually a Senate bill, 22-031, and they're looking to ban mountain lion and bobcat honey. That is in Colorado, and they're looking for 10,000, like, signatures, if you will, and they're at 8856, so pretty close to that 10,000, but that is actually a Senate bill, so... 
that's one that we're going to have to keep a close eye on. Um, in Washington, so they banned bear hunting season in, or a spring bear hunting in Washington. And they're trying to bring that back. So they're trying to uh, get enough, like, I guess, petitions together to where they can bring that season back. So that's going, um, that's on there right now. And then California is to end bear hunting. Um, they're trying to do the same thing with that petition deal. So they're looking for 10,000 signatures and they're at 3,400 right now. Um, and then also in California, there's a Senate bill going through Senate bill 856 and it's, it says it's for wild pigs. Um, but here's a, a little quote from here. There's wording in this bill that has nothing to do with wild pig problems in California and could destroy businesses and opportunities for disabled vets, hunters, elderly, new hunters, and youth. So, uh, if you want to dig into that a little more, which I encourage everybody does, um, just go to hellforwildlife.org and check that out. But that's something interesting. They're like burying other things in a bill because um, they don't think anybody will read it. Okay. And then in New Hampshire, this just got shot down too, which is cool. So in New Hampshire, there was a House Bill 1308 that was for beagle clubs. Um, so basically it was, uh, effectively they wanted to prohibit Beagle Clubs from continuing to host field trials and revoke the club's New Hampshire Fish and Game Permits, allowing the capture of 20 wild hare annually for purposes of training their scent hounds. Um, that bill was killed 18 to 1 yesterday, I just saw, actually on the Howells, um, Instagram with all this stuff going, it's just better to try to be proactive. I try to bump through some of the um, some of the states like Fish and Game and just check their news to see if anything different's coming out. Um, places like like the Eastman's blog is really good about putting stuff out like that. Um, Go Hunt News is pretty good about it. Um, Meat Eater is actually pretty good about it too. And there's like a there's some. Some others, those are like the three main ones that I try to look at when I'm trying to gather news, besides just going right to the state uh, game, game agency's website. But I think it's it's really easy in this day, to, day and age to kind of put your head down and ignore a lot of things, but that's when we're going to get some stuff taken away if we do that. So it's good to try to stay informed. Um, okay, important dates coming up. The first big one is the elk application deadline in Wyoming is January 31st. So that's just right here in about a week, actually. Um, and then shortly thereafter, Arizona's elk and antelope application deadline is going to be February 8th. And then there's a few spring bear application seasons that are coming up just for spring bear this year. So Oregon is uh, February 10th. Idaho's is February 15th, and Utah's is February 23rd. So if you want to hunt spring bear in a controlled unit, you've got to get on and, and get your applications in. Alright, so before we dive into the hot minute, which has to do with nutrition, hopefully I don't get too ranty on it, um, just want to thank our sponsor Onyx Hunt Maps for sponsoring the podcast and supporting us. You can use code ROCKCAST at checkout for 20% off. If you go to their website, onxmaps.com forward slash hunt, it does not work through the app. So you just have to get on their website. But 20% off maps, like, pretty good deal. 
Um, and then we, um, I just want to thank our partner, Black Rifle Coffee, for uh, turning me into a coffee snob. And yeah, keeping me, uh, keeping me powered in the mornings. So I really like the light roast. I just ordered the silencer smooth. But the gunship is a light roast as well. Any other light roasts, big fan. And most of the mediums, I would say, but I'm a light roaster. Alright, so for the hot minute, I just want to talk about nutrition a little bit. Um, I started thinking about the time of year that we're in. We've already kind of been in wintry conditions for a while, but we are going to start diving like through the winter here um, in the next few months. And uh, the winter or the outdoor activities are going to seize up a little bit. So I think it's a, an important time to start like thinking about our diets, I guess, um, if they've been really bad. Mine has been really bad through the guiding season and such because we just, um, I don't really limit ourselves to what snacks we get for the clients. So I end up eating a lot of them as well. So it's time for me to start dialing her back a little bit and starting to like get back in the workout mood and try to make that a uh, routine on the daily. And then just, I think a the first step in that, at least for me, is like switching up the diet and just trying to be a little more uh, aware of what I'm of what I'm eating. I've probably been very aware of all the nasty stuff I've been eating, anyways. But, um, anyways, so we've talked to Kyle Camp with Valley to Peak Nutrition a couple of times. Um, we actually do have two episodes with him. I'll link down in the show notes to go check them. So one of the reasons I really like having Kyle on and talking about him is I think we, you know, he is a, he is a professional at this. He's a nutritionist, but um, I am definitely not. But it seems like we share the common, like, mindset of you have, like, your, your base nutrition things that you need to know. So, like, your proteins, your carbs, your fats, your sugars. You should, like, know a little bit about all those things and, like, how they work together, how they fuel your body. Um, you know, why like overloading one isn't good for the other, like having a balance is really good. Um, but also the main thing, especially I think if you're trying to lose weight, instead of like jumping on a fad diet bandwagon, um, and then looking at specifically what you're eating, I think you need to look at more of like those protein, carbs, uh, fats, looking at how they work together and then just working totally off of a caloric intake um from that point of view from like just look at it don't look at it so much of like what the food is just how many calories it has and making sure that your caloric intake on the daily doesn't it doesn't go over what you're burning because I mean from like as basic as it gets if I'm burning 2,000 calories a day and I'm taking in 2,500 calories a day um my body is probably going to store some of that energy and I'm going to get, I'm going to gain weight, like going to get fat probably. Um, whereas if I'm going like a 2000 and I take in 2000, it's more of like a maintaining deal. And then of course, if you take in 1500 and you're burning 2000, then you're going to be at a deficit and your body's going to start like burning more of the fuel that you've saved. So that's like as basic as you can get with it. And what I would say, what I've done in the past is like get the MyFitnessPal app and just start logging what you're eating on the daily. 
And if you do that for a couple weeks, for me anyways, it was like, I just, I kind of have some core things that I like to eat. So for like example, if like, um, you know, today, like usually for leftovers, I just have, or usually for lunch, I have like leftovers of whatever we had the night before, if we've had anything. Um, And that's usually like pretty good for you stuff, you know, like rices, like meat, protein stuff. like vegetables. It's usually fairly healthy. So like I'll do that and then we'll have like a regular dinner. Well, let's say today like I'm going to run down and I'm going to like run through a burger joint and get a burger and then I'm going to get fries. And I'm going to be like, well, that's like more than I usually do for lunch. So for dinner, we're still going to have the same thing for dinner, but I'm just going to scale it back on portion size. And you'll just get to a point where you're like, you just kind of know to offset, like, all right, you know, we went out for breakfast this morning and, you know, I had like a big thing of French toast and whatever. Carbs were probably pretty high. So like maybe for lunch and dinner, like I'm going to cut my carbs back a bit and just like if there's, you know, if we're going to have rice and some meat and vegetables, maybe I'm not going to have any rice at all and just do like the meat and vegetables and we'll kind of offset the big like carb load breakfast that we had type of a deal so once you like do that for a couple weeks you just kind of get in your mind you're like yeah like little give a little here like take a little here um if you are really like wanting to nerd out on it like go all in on the my fitness pal deal like really uh you know you can what we were doing um i went through like the old uh beach body dot com phase for a while and there was like one of the coaches on there was uh he would get on my fitness pal like the day before and he would plan out his next day so like he knew exactly what he was going to eat the next day and he knew exactly how many calories instead of like trying to do it on the fly um he really planned his stuff out i don't really do that that's um not really practical for my brain so Um, just like, uh, an idea of what we do for breakfast. Um, one thing like I've always thought is kind of funny, like just seeing people I know or whatever going through, um, some nutrition, like going through like, Hey, I'm going to start losing weight. Um, they usually like fire up the blender and do a protein shake. Um, that I wouldn't say is really me. We just do like, do like two eggs a person and throw in some sausage or some bacon not a lot of sausage or bacon but like just a little bit and basically make a scramble so we'll do like you know we could you could add some vegetables in with it too like we really like adding peppers to our stuff so if we're going to do a scramble in the mornings we'll do like throw in some peppers might throw in some mushrooms um fry those up a little bit like toss in our eggs and then we'll take like spinach like a handful of spinach and toss it in it cooks down so it's not like you're not like eating leaves like an animal um it cooks down and you can't really taste it it's a filler it's a green um and it'll definitely helps fill you up a little bit more and then on top of it just use salsa and i don't really limit the amount of salsa that i use just use um like if you just use a regular salsa i wouldn't say maybe like a mango salsa or the one that has like a lot of sugar in it 
Um, but just a regular, like, medium salsa is usually what we get. And that's just vegetables, basically, and some salt. So you can use that, and, like, that's pretty filling. It tastes good. You want to eat it every day, and it's just good. So, um, and that's, like, not bad for you. You know, you start doing, like, uh, fruit smoothies and stuff like that, where you're just tossing a bunch of stuff in, like, those can be fairly high in sugars, and I think, like, if you're not, if you're not, like, accounting for what you put in them, those can be pretty damn calorie dense, um, maybe more than you think, so something to, uh, something to think about there, and then, um, one other thing I wanted to mention, too, is, like, I have a uh, sweet tooth, so to curve that, what I, finally like just set on doing or what I like to do anyways is I will go I get like a we get a tub of plain Greek yogurt or just regular plain yogurt but I like the Greek yogurt I don't really know what the difference is but Greek yogurt's like higher in proteins um but get plain Greek yogurt like not vanilla not freaking caramel or whatever just like plain Greek yogurt and it's like like I was saying, it's pretty high in proteins. I need to go look at that one that's that we've got in there, but I think it's like a quarter cup, which is quite a, a healthy serving size. Um, a quarter cup is like 120 calories, and I think it's like 14 or like 17 grams of protein, like quite a bit of protein in that. And yeah, alone or by itself, it doesn't taste great, but if you go, if you have any protein powder, like, go get a little protein powder. I'll do, like, a quarter or even a third of any kind of protein powder. I really like the banana kind. So I'll toss that in there and mix it up. And then I can throw, like, put some fruit in there, too. Um, sometimes I'll do, like, a tablespoon of peanut butter in with it. Um, gosh, what else? If you really want to curve a sweet tooth, do, like, a half a handful of dark chocolate chips or something like that. But like a little snack like that, like fairly high in protein, um, not a ton of carbs, but like probably pretty balanced on that. And then um, there's some fats in there as well, just dairy. And then yeah, a little bit of uh, dark chocolate chips, always good for you. So like that's what I do to curve a sweet tooth. Or like if you want to curve a sweet tooth, like apples and peanut butter, it's a good route to go just like a banana or an apple or anything like that. Um, yeah, so that's the two cents from somebody who is not really qualified to talk about it, but that's just kind of what I do. I don't really get too crazy with it. Um, I just try to pay attention more to like portion sizes and not taking in as many calories as I think I'm burning. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Got a little ranty. Um, okay, upcoming episodes. Recording a podcast with uh, a fellow by the name of Dan Brannigan. He wrote a book on mule deer. And uh, Robbie reviewed his book a while back. All About the Gear series is on its way. A while back I did a, I did a podcast. It was one long podcast. It was like two hours or two and a half hours long. About gear and like where to start the basics, like what you can get away with, what you can't get away with type of a deal. Um, and people love that. So this gear series is basically going to be like that, except it's going to be, instead of two and a half hours long, it's going to be chopped up 
into like, I don't know, four or five, six episodes maybe. So that is, uh, that's what we got. So in the next couple weeks, we will have some more articles coming out. We're going to be going to Western Hunt Expo. I think I'll be doing one before the Hunt Expo. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for this week. We'll uh, see you guys in a couple weeks.